A sister from South Africa uploaded a video on TikTok pleading with people to share her story so that she can be saved. She is a kindergarten teacher in Shanghai, China, and she had a disagreement with her employer, specifically the HR manager, and when they had a disagreement, he decided to punch her. And this is her story. Watch this clip. We'll come back and discuss. Hello, my name is Nolu Sindiso. I'm from South Africa. I'm currently based in Shanghai, China, and I work as a kindergarten teacher. On Wednesday, August 23rd, during a disagreement, the HR manager at my job, a guy, punched me on my face. After he punched me and I was screaming, trying to get him, trying to get out of his office, he pushed me down on the couch, telling me that I needed to sit down. I screamed and I was trying to get my phone so I can take pictures and videos of what was happening. Instead, he grabbed my phone and said he didn't have my phone anymore. I don't know how I got out of the office, but somehow I got out. And I was running in the passage of this kindergarten trying to get help. There were various women there. All of them just watched and did nothing. I managed to run to the stairs, but by the time I got to the stairs, he was already there and he was preventing me from going past him. I was screaming, but he was pulling me, preventing me from leaving. I don't know what came to my head, but I thought about a different exit and I ran towards the different exit, but he was chasing me. And during the time that he was chasing me, he was singing a song, humming a song, as though to distract me in case so that I can fall and he can catch me. I managed to get out of the building and there was another lady outside the building shouting for the for the security's officers to close the gate so I wouldn't get out. But what happened is the security officer made a mistake. Instead of closing the gate, he opened the gate. And then I ran, managing to get out. By the time I got out, I had no shoes on, no socks on. They had taken my phone. I had no bag on. It was just me and nothing on my hands. I didn't know what to do, so I started walking on the streets. And I came across a young Chinese lady. asked her if she speak English. And she said, yes, I asked her to call the cops. She called the cops, the cops arrived, and we went back to the kindergarten. When we arrived at the kindergarten, they had gathered everything that belonged to me in the table, telling me that the reason why they were preventing me from leaving is because they wanted me to come down so they can call the cops to resolve the issue, it, despite the fact that I wasn't feeling safe and that is why I wanted to run away. Then the guy who had punched me told the told the cops that he did not punch me, that I hit my eye on the couch. I asked them to release the CCTV footage of the building while I was running, and they said they don't have it. We went to the police station. At the police station, the vice principal who saw everything happened said that she didn't see anything, and that when this guy might have hit me, she was on the phone, so she didn't see anything. When I arrived there, the cops basically told me that my visa is expiring next week and I do not have proof that this guy has hit me and therefore I needed to settle. Feeling like I didn't have a choice, I ended up settling for compensation. I'm making this video because I'm making this video because there are so many of us 
out here who are suffering under the hands of our employers who continue to disobey the law and treat us very poorly. And I'm also making this video because I feel very powerless in this situation. They told me that if I talk to anybody or go to the media about the situation, then they would sue me and I would have to go to jail or get deported. They also threatened to put me on some teacher's blacklist in China so that I would never get a job in China. They also refused to give me any documents that would allow me to work anywhere else in China during this moment. But I'm not okay with just keeping quiet and pretending like this is okay and there's nothing happened. And I hope if you're seeing this video, you pass it to as many people as possible so that people know that this happens to me. What a traumatizing story, honestly can't even imagine what our sister went through but thankfully now she has updated the world let me show you the update from her own mouth she just gave an interview watch this clip we'll come back and discuss but i went to a hospital that afternoon and while i was in a hospital i got a call from um, the consulate in shanghai from a lady i never took down her name so i don't know who she was and she, I told her I was in a hospital and then she said she was going to call me back and she never did. And honestly, after that, I kind of felt like they just didn't care. Mm. And I just never tried to call them again. It was only this Friday after I've posted this video that I had Puti from Shanghai calling me, wanting to know why I never sought, sought assistance from them. But I did. And mm. I gave up at some point because it didn't feel like to me that they were going to do anything. Yeah. And, and I know you're not... In, in China at the moment, if I'm not mistaken. Um, did, yeah, the, not. did the South African Department of International Relations come to your assistance as well? Did they help in some way to get you out of the country or, or how did you leave? Um, so I was intending to leave China anyways um, the following week on the 31st. So I had a ticket booked for me. So the South African uh, government in any sort of way did not have anything to do with me leaving China. I left China on my own because my working environment had been toxic literally the entire year. So I felt like it was not a good idea for me to stay there anymore. This got people talking and a lot of Africans came out and shared their own experience or their family members experience how employees and Africans specifically get treated in China even if you are a legal employee in that company they still do whatever they want to do and as you saw even in this story when she ran away and went to the police and the police came back they said that the CCTV was not on so they didn't capture her getting hurt or running away which the police could easily debunk it if they searched a little bit further also the witnesses that that saw what happened pretended like nothing happened basically they ganged up they came together the Chinese came together to say that like they haven't seen anything and they acted like they were blind to the situation so this is what happened to her she's lucky enough to escape with her life but there were so many stories shared in the comment section of that specific video people sharing that 
their sister or their aunt were not lucky enough to make a buck because they were unalived. This is a truly sad story and it needs to go out there so that our sisters and brothers know exactly what happens to them if we continue fleeing our countries. This is really what happens to us because you see with other countries, they have embassies that care for their people. If this happened to an American citizen, their embassy is going to be contacting the school and making things right. She would have gotten an apology, probably. They would have even given her money. But that's not what happened. She was forced to settle with these people and to accept as if nothing happened. So until we have that leadership and government that cares for our people, when we leave our countries and when our lives start to mean something to our governments, then maybe we can think about being employed with these organizations. But as of now, it's not really safe for us because no one cares what happens to us. So we really need to be cautious about the jobs and work that we are going to take, especially outside of our own countries. Anyways, fam, let us know down below what your thoughts are about this. I am Ungil Zalalem. I'll see you on the next one. Bye.